0: Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential podcast. It is Saturday, which means I am here with Sarah. Hello. Hello.
1: Happy Saturday.
0: Yeah, it is a happy Saturday, even though we're recording on a Tuesday. But you know what? It'll be Saturday soon enough. That's right. I'm going to be in California. Well, actually, by the time this airs, that'll be done and gone. But when we're recording this, I'm, I'm leaving for California tomorrow. It's exciting. Yeah, yeah. Need to move a lot. Prego on a cross-country flight. Yeah. Yeah, so hopefully I have nice people in my row. Did you get an aisle seat? I don't know. Oh. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But you know what? If they aren't nice, I'm still getting up and moving. There you go. That's just gotta happen. Mm -hmm. All right. So it's Saturday show, which means a couple of things. Number one, we're giving something away. I think it should be the energy sticks. I'm always down. I know. They're so good. Where was I? Oh, this weekend when I was at the beach, so my mom was there, my sister was there, and in the mornings. Me, my sister, my sister's girlfriend, and my mom were all drinking energy. Like, we all had our own stash. Like, we certainly weren't sharing because it's precious. Um, But we all kind of pulled out our energy sticks in the morning, which just made me really happy. They're awesome. I know. I really – the first day I had it, I wasn't sure about the flavor. Now I love
1: it. I really like the flavor, too.
0: Yeah. I really do. But I have a hard time, like, describing it because the package says – lime pomegranate matcha mm-hmm. is that what it says yes. but I don't get any matcha because I don't like matcha and I don't taste that at all
1: mm.
0: what do you think it is
1: I don't know um I don't know sweet with a little bit of it's the like sour fruity, but fruity yeah it's fruity but mild definitely it's not like
0: not like fruit punch strong it's very subtle but not enough to be like bland
1: uh, yeah yeah. I would agree. Here
0: we go. Now I'm a food critic.
1: I forget where I was, but I was with a group of people recently and handing out some energy sticks and totally felt like Oprah. Just like, you get you a get car and or... you get a car. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you get an energy what stick. What did people
0: think? Or were they just taking them home?
1: Um, a couple people took them home. A couple people drank them and liked them. They weren't like overly super excited. Yeah.
0: They will be later. I
1: know. Exactly. <laughs>
0: give it time. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. I'm obsessed. I'm totally bringing them with me to California. Whoever wins today that we will announce at the end of the show, you get an entire box, which is 30 energy sticks. So how many do you have a day? One. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't think I've ever had more than one.
0: I, I was doing two before I got pregnant and now I do one, mm-hmm. one in the morning and I feel really, really good. But, um, I know Louise has like three sometimes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And she's she's level 10, though, right? She is. She's so awesome. She's totally level 10. Okay, before we get to your questions, a couple of things. Super, super important. Registration is now open for the fall 12 weeks to transformation. Crazy, crazy. Didn't this come up so fast? It did. Yep. Summer session basically flew. Yeah. It always does, but I don't know. There's something about the summer and the fall. I think they go the fastest. Yep. For sure.
1: All of a sudden it's Christmas.
0: So registration is now open. I think there is no better time to have some structure and get some tools to really take amazing care of yourself, change the way you think, create more peace in your life. There's no better time than we're going into the holidays. Because otherwise, it can just become a crazy frenzy of survival and you wake up in January and you're like, what the heck happened? I need to get my life together.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's another reason to to do it now so that yeah. you're ready for that 2020 Isn't kickoff that yeah clean slate
0: i'm beginning 2020 with a baby
1: i know <laughs> so <laughs> exciting
0: <laughs> she always giggles i i put a um bassinet on the registry the other day and one of my criteria for it was that it be like really easy to carry out here to the office
1: oh yes are you gonna get one of those carrier twos those the- No one can see my hands right now, but yes, those little...
0: Like that you, like, strap around yourself? Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, baby-wearing. Yeah. And men-wearing babies is just a... I just really like that look.
1: Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I want to hold your baby sometimes, too. Absolutely. (laughs) I
0: mean, okay, let's just think about (laughs) Rumi. Yes. Did you ever have to ask...
1: No, no, no. It was
0: very much just a survival thing. Yes, that's true. So it becomes I need to go to the bathroom, hold the baby. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's no question about that. And like, I'm just having a flash right now to us recording soon with baby Mm -hmm. in the office. Mm hmm. Because when when Rumi was a puppy, we'd be like, do you think he's going to sleep long enough for us to bang out a podcast? Do we have
1: 30 minutes? Yeah.
0: (laughs) And sometimes we did and sometimes we didn't. And sometimes I would literally record the whole thing with him like gnawing on my hands. That's so true. Yeah. Yeah. So that is going to be our reality. I can't wait. Tangent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tangent. Okay, so all that to say that registration is open for the fall 12 weeks to transformation. Go to the show notes for today's episode. If you are not sure how to get yourself registered, go right now to primalpotential.com forward slash 655. We do limit registration because we only buy a certain amount of journals, and that is based on how many people we can serve and serve well and be responsive to. So do not wait. This is the time. There's no better time than going into a new year, going into a new decade, going into the holiday season. We kick off on Sunday. I was just about to say Friday, but it's Sunday, September 29th. Do not wait. Get to the show notes now. Get the info you need and grab your spot. Before we dive into the questions, today's episode is brought to you by Fabletics, and I just think that Kate Hudson knew exactly what she was doing when she started athleisure because it is so much more than workout wear. It is everyday wear. If you are not wearing a sports bra more than you're wearing a real bra, like, I don't know, either I envy your togetherness or like, what are you doing with your life? Get comfortable. Put on a sports bra. Kind <laughs> of depends on the day. I mean, okay, TMI, but like, what do you wear more, a regular bra or a sports bra?
1: Regular. Really? Very rarely do I wear a sports bra. I
0: wear a sports bra 90% of the time. Huh. Unless you see me in, like, real clothes, which is almost never, um, sports bra. Huh. Yeah, because they're so much more comfortable. And the thing about Fabletics is that their stuff is so cute. You can absolutely not just wear it to the gym. You can wear it around the house. You can wear it to the grocery store. You can wear it out to dinner. I've done all of those things. Um, and it's crazy affordable. When you go through fabletics.com forward slash primalpotential, you can get two pairs of leggings for $24. And I know I say this all the time, but even if you're listening going, I'm not a leggings person, go there, fabletics.com forward slash primalpotential, get two pairs of leggings for $24, and you just got $12 Christmas gifts, holiday gifts, birthday gifts winning, right? So do that today. Let's dive into your
1: questions. All right. This first listener has two questions. The first one is How do you get motivated when you haven't had many positive things in your life? And the second one goes on to say How do you change, especially when you're older? Okay.
0: So let's start with the second one first. Change when you're older is no different from change when you're younger. The strategies that we work through, whether it's here on the podcast, in the weekly emails, or in the 12 Weeks to Transformation, are not different if you are 24, or you are 74, or you are 104. There is no difference in the strategy. You might need more practice, right? I know for me, some of the patterns that I was really working hard to change were ones that I had had for 20 plus years. It is going to take more time and more practice to change a habit that you've held for decades than it is to change a habit you've picked up over the last few months or maybe the last year or so. But let's get really super clear here. There is no difference in the strategy no matter how old you are. So if you are feeling like your age is somehow a limitation, that is a limitation of your thinking, not a limitation of your chronology. And I just feel like I got some Scrabble points for using chronology.
1: I'll give you some. Thank you. You're welcome. I
0: appreciate that. This weekend, my mom and my sister were doing crossword puzzles. Do you ever do crossword puzzles? Yeah, I do them at the beach a lot. See, I don't. My mind doesn't work that way. Hmm. What happens is I read every clue and I have no idea on any of them, <laughs> and then I'm like, "This isn't for me." But you know who is amazing at crossword puzzles? Who?
1: The boyfriend. Oh, oh, I can totally see that. Because yeah.
0: he just has this like weird storage capacity in his mind for like
1: trivia. Yes. Yeah. yeah he's like a sponge with that stuff.
0: I know. So or I, I guess I was going here because of chronology. But um, my, my mom and my sister were struggling with some clues on this crossword puzzle. And I was like, text my boyfriend. And they did. And he, Johnny
1: on the spot. Johnny on the spot. Yeah.
0: Now he has a new nickname. But we can't tell him that because that would really give the wrong impression in terms (laughs) of like his on the spotness around here with his long list of things that he has to do. Because it's not so much Johnny on the spot. But, you know, maybe that's a really great, like, reverse psychology thing. If we start calling him Johnny on the spot, maybe he'll show up as Johnny on the spot.
1: I'm willing to try that with you. I
0: will totally try that. And he will be super, super confused. Okay. So the first part, don't you think? Can you imagine? Like, we just call him Johnny on the spot. He'll be very confused. I did hear that he was Johnny on the spot when there was water in here the other day, though. He was. Yeah, I wasn't here. And I was like, I think I, uh, I, what, how... I don't remember how it came up, but he told me when I was in Maine and you were here that like it was raining into the office. It was. Yeah,
1: and he got on it. Oh, right on it. Johnny on the spot. Seven a.m. Yes.
0: Yeah. So okay, he's Johnny on the spot. All right. So how to get motivated when you haven't had much positive in your life?
1: I think this is a lot like
0: the age thing. Motivating yourself is not a function of your past; it's a function of your present. That might be one I need to repeat for the people in the back. Motivating yourself is not a function of your past. It's a function of your present. You can really limit your ability to motivate yourself when you are hyper-focused on the past because you're not focused on your opportunity to create change today. However many negative things have happened to you up until this point or however many positive things have happened to you up until this point, we're all at the same place right now, really a blank canvas of this day. It might be that I have been stressed and overwhelmed for the last two weeks or the last 30 years and today I can choose to show up calmly. It might be that I've broken every single promise that I've made to myself up until today, but today I can choose to keep my word. Motivation flows from action. It is not a prerequisite to action. And I say this a lot because when we were getting ready to hit record, I was like, motivation? Like, do you feel like we're like, we talk about this every single week? Because we kind of do. A lot of people think the barrier is I'm just not motivated. Well, look, you don't get motivated first. You do the work and the motivation comes from that. I will tell you right now that when I woke up this morning, I was not motivated to record four podcasts this morning. But when you get rolling and you knock out two and you're like, all right, let's do this, I felt more motivated after two than I did before I had done any. And I will feel more motivated after four than I did after two. You don't have to feel motivated to eat well. You're going to feel more motivated after a couple of days of eating well. You don't have to feel motivated to get to the gym. Check out Brendan Burchard's book, The Motivation Manifesto. Seriously, to you, individual who sent in this question, I am telling you right now, you must read or listen to Brendan Burchard's book, The Motivation Manifesto. It was actually on my mom's dresser uh, at the beach. And I was like, oh, mom, are you reading blah, blah, blah? And she wasn't. Her husband was.
1: Oh. Has that she read remember. it at all?
0: She's read it. OK. And then I think he's he's rereading it.
1: Mm. That made me really happy. Yeah. I have that book, too. I love it. It's a
0: great book. I Lots agree. of just motivation yeah
1: and it's nice to refer back to
0: oh absolutely that's one that I always am pulling back off the shelf to Mm -hmm. to revisit
1: yeah okay Okay. next question am I the first one to be afraid to try something new and then in parentheses they say after many failures have
0: you ever been afraid to try something new
1: absolutely
0: yeah me too so you're not the first no
1: (laughs) maybe the third
0: (laughs) right I mean honestly I can't think of one person I know or have worked with who hasn't had some fear or trepidation or reservations of starting something new. So if the question is, are you the first? Nope. But I think there's more underlying that question. Like, we could just say, no, next. But here's the deal. There's the comfort zone and then there's everything beyond it. And there's a reason the comfort zone is called the comfort zone, because everything outside of it is not very comfortable. And that can be met with doubt. It can be met with fear. It can be met with reservation, procrastination, excuses, judgment, uh, comparison, you name it. But the reality is you either confine your world to the limits of what is comfortable, or you say, you know what? I want my life, I want my results, I want my experiences to be bigger than that, and so I'm going to feel the fear and do it anyway. I'm going to have the doubts and still proceed forward. It's a choice. Do I want to remain inside my comfort zone? You absolutely can. I did for a long time. It sucked, I don't recommend it. Or you can say, This will feel different. That's the whole point. Making my life bigger, making my results different is going to feel different. And anytime we try something different, whether it's a new type of cuisine or it's moving to a new city or it's a new workout program or a new way of eating or a new goal, it's going to be uncomfortable. It's how we know we're outside the comfort zone. That's also where all the opportunity lives.
1: If you had to condense into a few sentences what your coaching style is, what would you say? What would you say? I don't know. I really loved getting this question. Um, I don't know.
0: I mean, so when I think about style, it's different than philosophy. So I guess I'll kind of answer it both ways. My coaching philosophy is that you have to change from the inside out. You cannot change from the outside in and expect it to be sustainable. So my coaching philosophy is about mindset and thinking differently. My coaching style, I think, is empathetic and direct. I I don't, you you know, like, I'm not not a jerk. I'm not mean or condescending because I get it. Because I'm not going to look down on somebody for having a crappy weekend or for breaking a promise because I lived that way for most of my life and I ate melted ice cream sandwiches out of this trash in the middle of the summer. You know, so I'm definitely not one to look down on people, but I also am not going to enable people to believe in their limitations and their excuses. And so for that reason, I'm direct. I cut to the chase. The drama doesn't serve any of us. And I'm just quick to point out where there are limitations. So in a few sentences, my coaching philosophy is mindset first. My coaching style is empathetic and direct.
1: Would you agree with that? Yeah, I was nodding my head. No one can see that, but yes, I would agree. Yeah,
0: anything that like well or or anything that you've seen that like kind of disagrees with that?
1: No. No, cuz I think you are coming from a loving and experienced place. Yeah. But you're no BS. Yeah,
0: cuz there's not time. We've done no. it, like we give ourselves enough BS. I know. And sometimes we need that
1: person in our
0: lives, especially when it's uncomfortable to go to the previous question to not allow us to dwell in all of the drama and the excuses and the exceptions because it's a time waster and it's also a choice and it's not a choice I enable my clients to make.
1: And I think you, a lot of times, um, when they come to you with questions and such, you revert back to how they can solve their own problems. And yeah. I think that's really effective because then they realize that they can take this after the 12 weeks and really be doing the work themselves.
0: Because yeah. I don't want anybody to depend on me. Right. That's the worst thing. I've had business coaches who will tell you exactly what to do, right? You go to them with a problem and they're like, okay, I would do ba, 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 ba. And while in the moment that's super satisfying and helpful, in the long run, it's really not helpful at all because you haven't developed. Maybe the next time that exact question comes up, you remember that answer. But the truth is, in life, it's rarely the exact same question. It's really, rarely the exact same challenge. We have to have the way of thinking that allows us to come up with our own solutions. And And you can't develop that if I'm just telling you what to do. I agree. Yeah.
1: It's effective. All right. This person says that they're loving the Audible version of Chasing Cupcakes and they would love to get a print version so that they can journal through the questions. Is there a PDF accompaniment to the Audible version of the book? Yes. And when you're listening to
0: the Audible, when you get to that last section that lists out all the questions, it gives you a URL. So either maybe you miss that part, we all get distracted when we're listening, or you haven't gotten to that part. But yes, When, uh, if you have the physical book, the last chapter is a summation of 270 plus questions or something like that. Um, And when you get to that point in the audible version, it says, go to this URL to download it. So
1: yes. We get that question quite a bit. I know. Yeah. How do you not eat feelings?
0: (laughs) I have not seen feelings at the grocery store. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> this aisle not sadness on in this aisle anxiety. Oh, geez, can you imagine a store like that? that no, would be awful. that sounds like an
0: awful idea. Though, like, I mean, and honestly, like, what would be the difference between the anxiety aisle and the sadness aisle? I, I don't feel
1: know.
0: like I feel like you could just call the supermarket like anxiety, stress, <laughs> exactly. depression, avoidance. Yeah, um, I joke, I joke, but I get it. So we talked about this on last Saturday's episode, I would recommend going back there, but I'm also happy to reiterate it. We fundamentally have a choice every single day. We can be problem solvers or we can be problem avoiders. And I write about this a lot in Chasing Cupcakes too. If the problem is sadness, the solution is not fuel right? It's kind of like if the problem in your car is a flat tire, the solution is not filling your gas tank with gas. If the problem is a flat tire, we put air in the tire, right? The car doesn't need more fuel if the car has a broken windshield or a flat tire, And when it comes to our cars, when it comes to our jobs, we're really good at being solution focused because we wouldn't ever get a flat tire and be like, well, who's got a gas can, you know? Like, we would, like, screw it. I guess we might as well just break all the windows. We wouldn't do that because it's much more physical. It's tangible. We can see it. But when problems are less tangible and we cannot see them, Sometimes because we haven't had this practice, the solution is not as clear. And that's why we go to avoidance or we go to numbing and anesthetizing ourselves. I couldn't do as good with that word as I did with chronology.
1: It's okay. Can you say it? Anesthetics? No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Numbing. (laughs) Yes, let's go with
0: that. (laughs) Wow. I really can't say that word right now. (laughs) Anyway... um, Yeah, I won't even blame that on pregnancy brain. That's just like a tough word.
1: Professional podcasters over here. I know, seriously, (laughs) numbing.
0: I did that the other day when I couldn't remember if recommendation had one C or two. I just was like, suggestion. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just get that word. So we have a choice when we are faced with a problem that is not tangible or a challenge that is not tangible. We have a choice to avoid it or compound it or solve it. The practice that I work through with my clients and I also outline in Chasing Cupcakes is let's name the problem, let's get clear on the solution, and let's get clear on the things that are not solutions. If the problem is anxiety, solution is not Oreo, right? And this is just where you begin. What is the problem? What are the options for solutions? What are not the solutions?
1: Last question here. OK. Why am I afraid of being alone?
0: So just to give you guys context on like how these questions get, get in here, if we get questions in emails from listeners or if people join the Primal Potential Facebook group and they put in questions, Sarah and I put them all in one bucket. And I just take the the top ones um, and put them in a document for us to read off of. We don't We don't prep for these at all. We maybe see them for 10 seconds before we start recording. Um, And there are some that are in there that, like, I don't put in here, you know? Like, if somebody, some people put just things that are, like, obviously kind of random or just weird or whatnot. But the reason I put this one in here, because I'm not a therapist, I'm not a counselor, I'm not a mental health professional in any way, shape, or form, Um, and I definitely don't play one on the internet. My expertise is not in psychology or mental health at all. But I put this in here because I can really relate to it. Um, And I went from really not liking my own company and feeling like when I was alone, I would kind of go into a dark place and eat to escape it and to not have to think about it and to distract myself, or I would spend time with people who didn't make me feel very good. You know, to avoid being alone, I would say yes to just about anything, even if the people... Ended up making me feel uncomfortable, or just like we're kind of lower vibe than what I want to hang out with. And I remember um, advice that my grandmother still to this day says, and she's going to be 99 this month um, you first and foremost have to learn to love your own company. And that's no different than building a relationship with somebody else. When we are in a relationship with another person, we know that it takes time and we have to do things and we have to ask questions and we have to try to have fun. You know, we're not just going to date somebody and like sit on the couch and look at a blank TV for hours and hours and expect to build the relationship. But maybe we're going to go mini golfing or we're going to go for a walk or we're going to, you know, try out a new restaurant or things like that. And, and in the same way, we really have to court ourselves and get to know ourselves. And if you're like me and you've been avoiding this for a really long time, then start slow and start small. But I think I started doing things like I'd just go for a 10-minute walk by myself or I would journal a little bit and I would look at the upside of being alone. What is it that I can do, you know, without any sort of, awkwardness when I'm alone that I, that I wouldn't necessarily do with other people. I love to read. And so now I know that if I get time alone, I can sit down and I can read. I love to go to bed early. And that's just something really easy to do when I'm alone. So start looking at the upside of being alone. Again, though, I am not an expert on the mental health and the psychology piece of it, but we can't just avoid ourselves and try to escape ourselves and expect that we're going to enjoy time with ourselves and not want to be alone. But the big things that I did were start to look at the upside of being alone, whether that was going to bed early or journaling or, um, you know, dancing to music that I love by myself in my socks. Anything like that. And then the other side of it is really work to not spend time with anything that doesn't really lift you up. If you're spending time in places that leave you feeling drained or leave you feeling insecure or leave you feeling uncomfortable, then start cutting those things out, whether you say no to those obligations or you spend less time with those things. And what you'll find is that you naturally then have more time alone to practice some of those other things. Go to bed early, clean your kitchen, clean out your closet, journal, go for a walk, but build a practice and a pursuit of loving your own company. What do you think, Sarah? Do you have any thoughts on that? Like fear of being
1: alone? I have thoughts on on being alone and that so there have been times that, I feel like I haven't had any human interaction in so long. Yeah. You know, like living alone for a long time and such. Um, and I used to try to find joy in any human interaction I encountered, whether that's at the grocery store yeah. or the post office. But like instead of going to self-checkout, actually go and talk to someone and say hello to someone. Yeah. And, or I mean, anyone, it could be, if you're on a walk, say hello to someone or I don't know. It just, yeah. it makes me feel less alone. I like that. And I think confidence
0: is a big part of this too. Like if you don't feel confident, you're probably not going to be comfortable in your own company.
1: Mm, I agree. And so look at
0: what is eroding your confidence. Is it negativity? Is it that you're not taking great care of yourself? And doing those things, eliminating the negativity and taking better care of yourself, lifts your mood overall. And that can have a really big positive impact as well. I agree. Okay, we have a winner. Energy sticks, 30 of them, a box coming at you no matter where you live. All you have to do is email Sarah, S-A-R-A-H, at primalpotential.com with your mailing address and let her know, um, you know, episode 655, I was the winner. Today's winner
1: is, you want to share it? I don't know that I have the accurate name, so I'm going to let you do it.
0: Navigating Wellness. Navigating Wellness is today's winner. That's the Instagram handle. Okay. Instagram, you are called Navigating Wellness. All you got to do is email Sarah, S-A-R-A-H, at PrimalPotential.com, and we will get a box of energy sticks in the mail to you. If you have not won anything yet, it's really easy. All you got to do is leave a review of this podcast in Apple Podcasts, or leave a review of Chasing Cupcakes on Amazon, or... Post on Facebook or Instagram. Tag me with your favorite episode of the podcast or something that you've learned from the podcast. And every single Saturday, we will give something away to one of the winners. All right. This coming weekend, are you doing anything fun?
1: I might be going to Nantucket to hang with my brother for a little bit. Oh, I remember you saying you wanted to do that. Yeah. Yep. And I think it's supposed to be kind of quiet and nice weather. So, that's think, perfect. Yeah, I'm excited.
0: That sounds great. I'm going to be in California. I know. I know. I'll be back after by the time this airs, but yeah, this weekend I will be ca- in California learning about the microbiome. Very cool. I'm so excited about it. I just love learning and there's so much to learn about it, and I cannot wait to come back and share what I've learned with everybody. Yes. Yeah, and then I won't. And then I think I have like a good couple of weeks before I travel again, so that'll be nice. All right, everybody. We love getting your questions. You can go to primalpotential.com forward slash inbox and submit them there. Right now, right now, go to the show notes page for today's episode, primalpotential.com forward slash 655, because registration is open for the fall 12 weeks to transformation. And Sarah and I would love the opportunity to work with you this fall. Everybody have a great day, and we will talk to you really soon.